Section 8 of Birds, Volume 2, Number 3, September 1897. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Jen Broda. The Ruby-Throated Hummingbird. Is it a gem, half-bird, or is it a bird, half-gem? Edgar Fawcett. Of all animated beings, this is the most elegant in form and the most brilliant in colors, says the great naturalist Buffon. The stones and metals polished by our arts are not comparable to this jewel of nature. She has at least in size of the order of birds. Maxime Miranda in minimus. Her masterpiece is the hummingbird, and upon it she has heaped all the gifts which the other birds may only share. Lightness, rapidity, nimbleness, grace, and rich apparel all belong to this little favorite. The emerald, the ruby, and the topaz gleam upon its dress. It never soils them with the dust of earth, and its aerial life scarcely touches the turf an instant. Always in the air, flying from flower to flower, it has their freshness as well as their brightness. It lives upon their nectar, and dwells only in the climates where they perennially bloom. All kinds of hummingbirds are found in the hottest countries of the New World. They are quite numerous and seem to be confined between the two tropics, for those which penetrate the temperate zones in summer stay there only a short time. They seem to follow the sun in its advance and retreat, and fly to the zephyr wing after an eternal spring. The smaller species of the hummingbirds are less in size than the great fly wasp and more slender than the drone. Their beak is a fine needle and their tongue a slender thread. Their little black eyes are like two shining points, and the feathers of their wings so delicate that they seem transparent. Their short feet, which they use very little, are so tiny one can scarcely see them. They rarely alight during the day. They have a swift, continual humming flight. The movement of their wings is so rapid that when pausing in the air the bird seems quite motionless. One sees him stop before a blossom, then dart like a flash to another, visiting all, plunging his tongue into their hearts, flattening them with his wings, never settling anywhere, but neglecting none. He hastens his inconstancies only to pursue his loves more eagerly and to multiply his innocent joys. For this light lover of flower lives at their expense without ever blighting them, he only pumps their honey, and for this alone his tongue seems designed. The vivacity of these small birds is only equaled by their courage, or rather their audacity. Sometimes they may be seen furiously chasing birds twenty times their size, fastening upon their bodies, letting themselves be carried along in flight, while they peck fiercely until their tiny rage is satisfied. Sometimes they fight each other vigorously. Impatience seems their very essence. If they approach a blossom to find it faded, they mark their spite by a hasty rendering of the petals. Their only voice is a weak cry of screep, screep, frequently and repeated, which they utter in the woods from dawn until the first rays of the sun they all take flight and scatter over the country. The ruby throat is the only native hummingbird of eastern North America where it is a common summer resident from May to October, breeding from Florida to Labrador. 
The nest is a circle an inch and a half in diameter, made of fern wood, plant down, and so forth, shingled with lichen to match the color of the branch on which it rests. Its only note is a shrill, mouse-like squeak. End of section 8. This recording is in the public domain.